With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in. This is the FPC Chiefs podcast. I'm Braden Holacek, the managing editor for Full Press Coverage Chiefs of fullpresscoverage.com. It has been a Good little bit since we've last had a podcast episode, but as the offseason has continued here, uh, things have started to ramp back up. We've had uh, OTAs, we've had mini camps, and we're getting closer and closer to training camp for the 2021 NFL season. Um, We've still had some articles come out, of course, over the last month, but first podcast episode here um, since a little bit after the NFL draft, so really excited to get back in the groove here uh, with everything. Uh, we got some great article ideas coming out later this week, and today's podcast episode, of course, we're going to just be talking on about some of the latest uh, headlines and news that really stuck out to me. Um, kind of look at you know some of those latest news headlines from a couple different angles, of course, and what we know about them. Um, and also kind of reading between the lines, um, heading into the next future weeks and months here as the season gets closer and closer. So uh, late June Tuesday here, of course, we have a lot of um, discussion year after year, depending on, of course, certain people's contract situations. So I'm going to start off with the Tyron Matthew uh, potential contract extension and, you know, Ever since free agency kind of began, we kind of felt like this was something that we were going to see, um, you know, Kansas City and Matthew um, be able to get done with no issues. Of course, this year you had the reduced salary cap, so that kind of put a wrench into things. But the 
television deals and everything else that the NFL is, um, you know, doing from a business standpoint already and, and what they're already set up to do in the future, um, you know, mostly the salary cap is expected to go way back up to what we kind of expected it to be, um, you know, by 2022, 2023, um, you know, obviously, the COVID-affected season from 2020 is really what put the uh, the salary cap deduction into uh, fruition for this offseason. But um, but yeah, it, it's it's really interesting with the whole Tyron Matthew front because obviously, if you guys do not remember, about a month or two ago, he put out a tweet that kind of said, you know, he didn't um, basically kind of saying he didn't really know. Um, if the extension was going to come or not, you know, he's been in this situation before with other teams. So that put a lot of Chiefs fans, obviously, um, in a little bit of a frenzy. But, you know, that that was something that even in a, um, a press conference with the media at OTAs and minicamp that he said he wouldn't put much stock into that. Um, of course, you know, like like really anything on Twitter, I mean, some stuff there's really not much meaning to. Um, and that was kind of one of those things it looks like from Tyron Matthew and and recently the uh the you know answers that Matthew or any other Chiefs players or coaches um what they've given to the media when the question's been asked has all been positive and and lately it's kind of seemed like you know Tyron Matthew really really wants to be in Kansas City of course um and Patrick Mahomes of course said you know he wants Matthew to be in Kansas City as long as he is and of course you know I, I I, obviously, the Chiefs may not give out a 10-year extension to Matthew, but this is a deal I think that we could see um, be done to where it's almost going to, um, you know, finish out near the end of Matthew's career, possibly. But um, I, I just think when you look at Tyron Matthew, what he's done since he came to the Chiefs, I mean, he was really the main catalyst in getting the defense turned around the year after they fired Bob Sutton, the year after they came up, you know, just short of making it to the Super Bowl. Uh, the first year Patrick Mahomes was the starting quarterback in 2018. Um, you know, just from a leadership perspective, uh, the mindset obviously that he has, but obviously then from a physical traits perspective, being, you know, basically like he says, a positionless defensive back, being a do-it-all player, um, from multiple areas of the field against the run or the pass, um, that's obviously, you know, not something that a lot of other players can do, um, you know, at the NFL level and and obviously on the back end in a right now pass happy uh, NFL era that we're in. So I I think you know obviously the original contract they gave him, um, you know, about fourteen ish million dollars per season. Uh, for three years, that that was something that uh, that uh, you know that was something that I think made a lot of sense at the time. Uh, you know, it was a little bold maybe for some people money wise, but I think you know this was well worth it. And we're gonna see, I think, something very similar. Knowing sal- salary cap is going to go back up, knowing there's going to be some guys. Um, you know, veteran guys defensively that are going to be eventually, um, you know, not on the roster anymore that, that have kind of commanded some, um, high amount of money, um, you know, given either where their play is at or just given their position that they play, um, hasn't really warranted that. So I think when it's all said and done, 
you know, those guys leave the team. Uh, Matthew gets his extension here. Everything looks to be heading, you know, on the positive front. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think, like I was kind of saying earlier, a lot of people thought we could see them hammer it out by the start of free agency. That never came. Um, you know, last year they gave Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey an extension, you know, all within, I think it was July to the start of the season. So it could be something where, you know, once we get into training camp, um, and especially when things start to ramp up and it, and it starts to get kind of out of the summer mode, so to speak, and into more of that just uh, usual mindset trending towards week one. Um, you know, I think we're going to start to see more movement on that front. So obviously stay tuned for that. Uh, may even have an article come out possibly looking at what the Matthew extension could look like. So stay tuned for that as well um, very soon here at FPC Chiefs. The next item of business that we want to discuss, uh, this kind of came out in the news here um, earlier in the day before I'm recording this on Monday. Obviously, you guys are listening to this as it comes out on a Tuesday. Um, it was reported that Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark was arrested um, on Sunday. He actually um, was arrested in Los Angeles on a gun charge. Um, and believe it or not, Sam McDowell um, of the Kansas City Star reported that this is the second time in three months that Clark has been arrested on a gun charge. So uh, the most recent one over the weekend on Sunday, officers discovered a firearm in his vehicle. Um, it was an Uzi. Um, so a lot of a lot of obviously scuttlebutt and and rumors and speculation out there. Um, some people were saying that it wasn't his. Um, some other people were, you know, kind of arguing that fact. But obviously, you know, for me, I, I've only read um, a few things. There's not a lot out there, obviously, for sure on this. So me not knowing, I mean, obviously just have to let it play out and see what happens. But yeah, it looks like an Uzi was found in his vehicle. Um, the biggest thing here is that it would be a felony um, illegal firearm charge um, for Clark. And, and some of the stuff that I've read from from other people so far is there may not even really be anything that comes of, uh, of this, um, you know, dealing with the felony charge. But at the same time, if, if, the, uh, if the feds wanted to charge him, they certainly could do it in a pretty harsh way. So um, obviously got to let it play out. We'll see what happens. But uh, but either way, um, obviously, this is something that, you know, isn't obviously a good problem. Second time in three months that, um, you know, he's been hit with a gun charge during a traffic stop, um, you know, may not really be too big of a deal um, in the end, but we'll see what happens from, you know, both how the Chiefs are going to handle this and also how uh, the NFL decides to handle it if they if they do make a decision on it at all. Um, but yeah, he was um, arrested on Sunday, second time in three months. The other time happened back in March. But um, yeah, it's it's um, um, it's something where he posted bond both times. So um, we'll have to see. Obviously, like we said, in the end, will anything happen? Um, you know, punishment-wise for him, will he have to miss any games um, this season? Will he, um, you know, you know, have to deal with the felony charge? In a harsher way, obviously a lot um, still to play out by this. 
Um, so obviously just stay tuned for latest headlines, if anything there. Um, of course, like we said, we do not know uh, much here, just you know what we've read and, and, and seen or heard so far about the situation. Um, so, you know, it's, it's obviously something we'll see, um, what plays out, like we said, from the NFL perspective, the kind of last item of business here that I want to uh, talk about, of course, we're, like I said, we're coming off of OTAs and mini camps. Um, how about, you know, just the new faces on the Chiefs team? And I really want to focus on the rookies, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Of course, you know, it's, it's still kind of weird to see guys like Joe Tooney or Orlando Brown Jr. especially, you know, in in videos from uh, from practice, you know, just to think that, um, you know, just looking at where the offensive line was in the Super Bowl loss to Tampa Bay and where it is right now, right? Completely different. Um, but I think, you know, I remember back after the Super Bowl saying, you know, the one thing that was really missing – from the Chiefs' perspective, was you know a physical side and and a little bit more of a mean streak or a nasty streak. And I think you just look at um, you know what they've been able to build so far. Um, of course, with Orlando Brown Jr. on the left side, Joe Tooney, kind of a versatile piece that we expect to see at left guard. I mean, just those two to start off with. And seeing them right now, and I know it's just practice, it's just mini camp. There's not a lot to take away from that in the month of June. But, um, you know, just seeing those guys so far, I think it's easy to see how how quickly they uh, they fit in, how quickly the scheme is translated to them. And obviously two guys that are um, amazing all-pro caliber players. Um, but, yeah, you look at some other guys that are kind of new to the team so far. You know, from a veteran perspective, you look kind of at um, some other offensive linemen, um, you know, with center Austin Blythe. It looks like he's kind of been running more with the twos um, in minicamp based off what we've kind of seen from videos. Uh, Creed Humphrey, the rookie, has actually been taking a little bit more of command of the center job so far. We'll see, obviously, how that plays out as we get closer and closer to, um, you know, full-on training camp week after week. Um, but right now, Austin Blythe is a guy um, to watch, of course, to see you know what exactly um, kind of role are the Chiefs going to have him play because um, another thing we have to talk about with the offensive line, and this will kind of go hand-in-hand with you know rookies impressing so far as well. Um, but Kyle Long, uh, obviously it was about a week or so ago that uh, came out that he suffered a lower leg injury. There was kind of a lot of um I guess a lot a lot of confusion whether it was a knee injury or just a leg injury um I believe it is a leg injury I think knee is what was reported at first that was kind of um kind of wiped out and changed to a lower leg injury in the end but obviously it's an injury that has been reported will keep Kyle on out of training camp whether that's entire training camp or just some remains to be seen um, but the team believes, um, at least it was reported, the team believes that he will um, maybe still have a good chance to play week one. So a lot of, um, you know, obviously risk was involved in the Kyle Long signing, you know, coming off of a year uh, in which he missed due to retirement. He had a lot of injuries there during the end of his Chicago Bears tenure. 
Uh, looked like he was in the best shape he's been in in a good while. And, um, you know, you knew coming out of retirement and signing with the team like Kansas City uh, and the interest that the Chiefs had in him, um, you know, obviously there was a lot of signs that were pointing in the right direction for Kyle Long. But again, we'll have to see what happens, you know, with training camp. How much time does he miss? Does he miss the entire session um, once training camp gets going? And uh, will he indeed be ready for week one? Will he step right in and reclaim you know, what was expected to be the starting right guard spot. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to see how that factors in. But that kind of leads me into the rookies that have impressed so far. And of course, everybody's going to have their different opinions. But for my money, Trey Smith was, I thought, a day two caliber offensive lineman coming out uh, in this year's draft. Of course, had the blood clots in his lungs. Um, but I, I think people forget, you know, since that happened, he hasn't missed a game since, you know, in his career. So um, Trace Smith, to me, going back to the Orlando Brown Jr. and Joe Tooney uh, discussion a little bit, of course, a little bit more of a, uh, you know, mean, more physical football player up front, which is going to, I think, just be a fun mix to watch with, you know, the sort of speedy high fly uh, high-flying style of Kansas City's offense, you know, moving the ball around and their skill players. So um, Trey Smith, though, a lot of people just that I've followed and listened to, you know, kind of, um, you know, what really was the um, kind of tough point that they couldn't get to stick was basically his, you know, blocking technique and uh, – his wider frame, you know, how how would that translate to the NFL against faster uh, but also stronger uh, defensive linemen? So Trey Smith, you know, obviously teams are always probably going to say this, but hearing the report so far of, of how well he's impressed um, has been a good sign when you factor in the Kyle Long injury. And I think Trey Smith will go down as a steal. And it's easy for me to say that, you know, as we're talking just simply uh, you know, Chiefs here on this Kansas City Chiefs centric podcast, but I truly believe Trey Smith is going to be guy a, a, a guy down the down the road here uh, for a team that you know going through so much of a transition in the offensive line is eventually going to be uh, one of the top odd men out in a good way. Um, you know that really stick and 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 stand out and continue to dominate for this team. So obviously, you know, a lot of spots still up for grabs. Trey Smith, though, um, you know, just hearing all the good reports from him, but it's not just the team, other reporters as, as well that have been there, you know, at many camps and OTAs. Um, hearing the excitement level about him is really exciting. I think just because he did fall, you know, he had a lot of motivation for slipping that far in the draft. And a guy that, you know, really did fall because of mostly stuff out of his control, of course, with the injuries and the history there. So uh, really excited to see how Trey Smith does in training camp. Um, you know, other rookies you have, though, there's so so many that have already, you know, caught the attention of, of uh, Chiefs coaches and have elevated their stock quickly with the team. We mentioned Creed Humphrey. Uh, looks like he's already ran with the ones quite a bit at the center position. And I think that, you know, even though they signed Austin Blythe, once they were able to draft Creed Humphrey, it kind of felt like from that moment that, um, 
that I, I I thought it was a pretty good chance he would win the starting job going into the season again. We'll have to see how things play out, but so far the early um, the early look with him in the red and gold in person or you know on video so to speak it's uh it's uh it's been all great signs um, and the arrow continues to point up for for Creed Humphrey at the center position. But I just got to say watching some other stuff whether it's from rookie minicamp or OTAs Cornell Powell I think a lot of people excited to see what happens with him right a guy that Clemson um, he was buried on the depth chart a little bit and then when he got his shot this past season obviously you know had a lot of high volume uh, a lot of production so you know a guy that was a day three pick but I think perfect for this offense especially when you consider what kind of player they lost in Sammy Watkins you know sans the injuries this is a uh, the you know Watkins was a guy when he was healthy um, was able to kind of create that cushion create that space be able to maneuver in tight spaces a little I think better than what people realized um, for for this offense and and its style uh, that Andy Reid has built with the Chiefs so Cornell Powell just watching him a little bit you know he moves on video a, a lot like Sammy Watkins and he's wearing number 14 so like if you didn't know it you would think Sammy Watkins was still on the team if if you did not know the Chiefs drafted Tornell Powell. So really excited, obviously, to see what kind of role he's able to carve out because obviously we've seen in the past, McCole Hardman's a good example, different player, different style, but guys have struggled not just with the Chiefs, but even back in the Philadelphia days um, at that position of being able to kind of get a good stranglehold or a good start on their career just because there's so much intricacies that have to be hashed out uh, at the wide receiver position, you know, as you come into the league in this kind of offense. So obviously the team brought back Demarcus Robinson. There's um, a good amount of people that believe Byron Pringle can take that step forward as well. So we'll have to see what kind of role Cornell Powell will carve out. But again, him, uh, Trey Smith, uh, and Creed Humphrey have really, really stuck out of all the rookie draft picks or uh, the UDFAs as well. Um, that's not to say that Nick Bolton, Joshua Kando uh, have not done a good job as well. But so far, I think there's just a lot of buzz and a lot of, I think, potential, uh, potentially big projections out there for that trio of rookie draft picks for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, that's pretty much it. So we talked uh, about the Tyron Matthew extension, hoping to maybe get a uh, an article on uh, what his extension possibly could look like out soon. Um, but also stay tuned. Got a really fun idea coming out uh, later this week where we're not just going to involve the Chiefs. We're going to involve uh, the entire AFC West division, uh, kind of one of those summer content ideas that, um, you know, just able to get my opinions out there, have a little bit of fun with this. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, it's going to, I think, be broken down into two different articles. So stay tuned for that this week. Hoping to have another podcast episode out as well. Of course, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Braden Holacek 9. Stay tuned uh, for all the latest FPC Chiefs content on uh, our Twitter page there at FPC uh, underscore Chiefs. If you want to follow the main Full Press NFL account, it's at Full Press NFL. Uh, the main Full Press coverages. Uh, account is at FP uh, coverage. And of course, um, if you guys are hockey fans or NBA fans, 
Go ahead and follow the Full Press NHL and Full Press NBA accounts on Twitter as well as those uh, two sports uh, playoff seasons are getting uh, closer and closer to ending. Of course, in hockey, you got the Stanley Cup semifinals right now. Montreal against Vegas and Tampa Bay just uh, beat the heck out of the New York Islanders tonight uh, before I jumped on to record this. So uh, Tampa Bay one win away from getting back to the Stanley Cup Finals um, and trying to win the Stanley Cup in back-to-back season. So if you're a hockey fan, um, go follow them at Full Press NHL. They all do tremendous job of uh, giving you um, great hockey coverage about any and all topics um, you know, covering all the teams. So go and, and follow them as well. Um, daily video content, full press coverage. You guys can, uh, follow along with FPC radio live weekday mornings, uh, 9am Eastern time. Ian Glendon, Mike debate, obviously love, uh, being able to, you know, follow them and, and they do a great job every morning. Um, and then also, uh, Dylan and Ross save sports. That is, I believe, Five Eastern, four Central uh, during the weekday afternoon. So you guys can search full press coverage on Facebook, YouTube, or just uh, search the Twitter accounts like we said, full press NFL, full press coverage, and you guys can find all that there during the weekdays. Uh, Love following along. They do a tremendous job with their shows, uh, both FPC Radio Live and Dylan and Raj Save Sports. So uh, if you want more full press coverage content and um, on video, easy to listen to, uh, you don't have to go far to find it. Just search full press coverage at those times during the weekdays, um, YouTube or Facebook, and you'll be able to uh, find that uh, fun and exciting shows uh, all there. So um, also... Be sure to stay tuned. More full press coverage Chiefs content coming this week. Like we said, some article ideas. Um, really excited to get out there this week. Uh, excited to see uh, what kind of interaction we're able to get off that. You know, I'm sure the uh, the AFC West articles that we have coming out is going to uh, you know create some discussion and obviously may leave some people mad or disappointed. So either way, uh, really excited to see how how people react to that. But of course. Um, stay tuned, hoping to get, like we said, another podcast episode out to end the week this Friday as we get closer and closer now to uh, July. Crazy to think training camp is right around the corner and we're going to re- be right back into the NFL season. But we cannot wait here at Full Press Coverage Chiefs. With that, everybody have a good week and we will see you guys next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.